You have a lot to focus on every day. Let Virginia Premier focus on your health coverage. Our health plan is only focused on Virginia, so we can connect you with quality health care and local resources. Our added benefits give you more value on top of your medical and drug coverage from Virginia Medicaid. See our benefits at virginiapremier.com slash Medicaid and have your whole family with the same health plan. Virginia Premier, focused on Virginia, focused on you. Welcome to Panther Puri, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and TJ Peterson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Panther Puri. I'm your host, Jacob Langsam. Here with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Alex Lopez and TJ Peterson. And joining us today, a very, very special guest, senior NHL correspondent at ESPN, Greg Wyshynski. Greg, thank you so much for coming on today. Well, it is a pleasure to be here. Uh, it's the preseason for me too. So I'm trying to get as many podcast reps as I can in. So I appreciate you guys reaching out when you did. Oh, we're, we're, we're thrilled to have you. I mean, uh, we've all been following your stuff since the Yahoo days. In fact, uh, Puck Soup was kind of the inspiration for this iteration of our podcast where we wanted to be kind of a Florida Panthers version of Puck Soup where, you know, we kind of just go off into the weeds and talk about nonsense if we don't <laughs> feel like talking about hockey that day. So we do need to thank you for being our inspiration. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, you, you do need something to do in the second round of the playoffs. So I imagine oh. it's, it's good prep for that. <laughs> Well played, Greg. All right. We're just going to jump right into that, huh? <laughs> well, at least at least it's better. A few years ago, it would have been the playoffs entirely. So at least now it's the second round. Yeah, exactly. It's progress. It's baby steps. No, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I think not only with Puck Soup, but with uh, Merrick versus Wyshynski before that, like one of the, the true thrills of my life is to hear uh, that we had some small influence on uh, people uh, picking up a microphone and, and doing something like this. So I, I really do appreciate that. Yeah, well, I mean, seriously, Puck Soup is, uh, I've been a listener for a long, long time. And it's, uh, it's, it was a big reason why, why we became the kind of podcast we did instead of just being all hockey all the time. So, yeah. And then plan B was to find a NHL insider to have a full-time podcast with him that didn't work out so we, we you know we were in talks with Chris Johnston and then of course the Steve Dangle uh, network grabbed him before we could finalize the contract so. do, do, do people in Canada know how iTunes rankings work by the way like I'll do respect to CJ the podcast is great and he's great and Julian's great and I love it but do they understand that like when there's a new thing and everybody subscribes to it, that's how it becomes number one. Right. And then it starts right gradually falling down. Like that does happen like all point. the time in this country as well. Yeah. Like Puck Soup at one point was a top five podcast. It's not a top five podcast. <laughs> well, it's top we five in our hearts. We're not pulling down more traffic than Bill Simmons is all I'm saying. So I don't know, uh, but God bless the Canadians. You know, they're, <laughs> they're, they're wonderful people. SPN. I'll just put it like that. 
So just to get into kind of hockey and, uh, you know, why we, why we actually wanted to have you on. Uh, I love that we led this in by you dissing the Panthers and then follow up with a few minutes of us just fawning over you and your work. Uh, so uh, ESPN uh, is returning to the, uh, the big screen, well, living room screens, at least for, for hockey coverage and game, uh, game broadcasts. How are, excited are you about that, first of all? extraordinarily excited um i was in chicago last week for our big first meeting uh, of having everybody in the same room and and getting to meet all the people that we hired it was very surreal i was actually just talking to mark messier the other day and talking about how (laughs) him and uh chris chelios were sitting in the back of the room like they were the cool kids in class he appreciated that um and it's just fun like it's fun to go from you know just having me and Emily there uh and, and obviously like Linda and Bucci-Gras and, and Barry mm-hmm. Melrose and the people that had been kind of keeping the flame lit for hockey there for a long time so now all of a sudden having so many people working with us and and being able to reach out to a Brian Boucher for a story or being able to like reach out to you know Messier for a story or, or having dinner with Ray Ferraro and hearing him spin tales about what, what it was like to be on the expansion thrashers like it's all very new for me because I've never been, you know, with a rights holder before. Um, but beyond that, I mean, just knowing what's in store for how we're going to cover the games, knowing what's in store for, uh, you know, all of the coverage plans that we have, knowing, you know, what's in store for the things I'll be doing. Like, it, it's just a really exciting time. And I, and I think that all of my hopes and dreams had been that, you know, the NHL would end up with rights holders that, made it seem cool and made it seem like something that you'd want to watch and be proud of the coverage and and everything I've seen so far tells me that that's going to be the case at ESPN yeah I mean Stephen A. Smith was even getting in on the fun when it was announced and he clearly <laughs> knows best <laughs> he clearly knows nothing about hockey but he was having fun with it and I, I I think we're all really excited for it to be back on the worldwide leader you know be talked about during the day hyped up games coming in the afternoon and whatnot um, but there is one thing there is one bone Panther fans have to pick and it's that we're not on ESPN at all this season I mean ESPN plus is great but we're not on ESPN so I gotta ask on behalf of all Panthers fans can we blame you Greg Wyshynski for the fact that the Panthers aren't on ESPN this year (laughs) no I mean I I put most of my energies into making sure that we don't have too many Canadian teams on ESPN (laughs) so I can't speak to the Panthers part but you know obviously the good news is that you know if you're a fan of the Panthers you know, and, and you're a fan of Baby Yoda, and maybe you're a fan of that show that where Nicole Kidman's leading a cult on Hulu. Uh, like, it's all there in the bundle. And, and, and I've been getting all these questions about, uh, you know, what happened to NHL.TV? Well, NHL.TV is now at ESPN Plus. So, like, the fact that you can get all this stuff uh, for less than you were spending for yeah, uh, NHL.TV is, is kind of an exciting thing. And you know, the thing about the Panthers or any team that's not on the schedule right now is I, I can tell you that like one of the things that hasn't been settled yet, um, and I think the NHL recently said this within the context of, of discussing its rights deals is uh, flex, flex scheduling and whether or not we're going to be able to move some games in or out of the lineup and that kind of thing. Um, so if your team is not represented completely on the schedule, who's to say what the, the future holds? Hey, we always have the first round of the playoffs, if not. Mm-hmm. Indeed, I'm looking forward to the flex scheduling when Atlantic leading Florida Panthers uh, face off against uh, against Pacific leading Seattle Kraken for the first time. 
Yeah. And that's more <laughs> of a shot against the Pacific Division than anything else right now. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, hey, Vegas might have something to say about that. That's but, true. Uh, <laughs> you know. um, but no, it'll be interesting. I mean, obviously, the, the, getting getting these divisions back in order is a really yeah. cool thing. Uh, you know, I think especially when it came to the North division last year, it, it really made it hard to evaluate some of the things and some of the numbers that we saw coming out of that division um, with regards to like save percentage and things like that. And, uh, and so having everybody where they need to be and should be again, um, well, except for Arizona, who's like in the central until they, you know, aren't there anymore. Uh, you know, is, is a real, <laughs> is a real cool thing. Cause I, I, the last year was kind of, kind of, kind of wacky. That's actually an interesting point to bring up in the context of the Panthers, because Bill Zito comes in, you know, they make this 180 degree turn. Looks like, you know, they're headed in the wrong direction. They sign this Albatross Bobrovsky contract and it looks like it's a rebuild. And all of a sudden they have the best regular season in Panther history by uh, points percentage, you know, really give the eventual Stanley cup champions a run for their money, but it is in this context of, Oh, they're only playing teams in the central division, quote unquote. Um, how do you think the lead wide perspective has changed overall since Zito has come in as general manager? Oh, I think, I think it's, it's certainly improved. Um, you know, the, the Panthers, here's where I think the, the national perspective uh, has changed on the Panthers. First of all, obviously, um, the Bobrovsky contract is, is always going to be an albatross until he improves his play. And, and there was some incremental improvement last season after that disastrous first season, but obviously not enough for what he's getting paid. But the change is obviously in seeing Spencer Knight in a very short sample size come up. And now all of a sudden it's like, all right, as good as Bobrovsky and Dreger were last year, Spencer Knight has the ability to be something really special and potentially even take the crease from somebody who's 13 years older and exponentially wealthier uh, than, <laughs> than is Spencer Knight at 20 years old. Um, I mean, obviously a, a, a ton of respect for Barakoff and, and his game, obviously a ton of respect for Huberto and his game. Um, I think there's been some, you know, respect given to how Bill Zito has bought in some veterans to kind of fill out the lineup. Um, you know, the Patrick Hornquist acquisition last season, Radko Gudis, um, whatever Joe Thornton's got left. Um, so I think there's, there's an acknowledgement of what's being built here, um, along with, uh, you know, the ekblad Weger pairing now not only being an analytics darling, darling, but also getting a lot of league-wide rep uh, recognition. And then finally, you know, acquiring any, anybody named Sam, I think, <laughs> has also been widely acknowledged as being a good thing the Panthers have done. Yeah, they've gotten a lot of Sams this, in the past few years. Now, the question I have for you is, well, you've joked about it a little bit in terms of first round, but how far do you really think the Panthers can go this year? Oh, I mean, I, I would be shocked if they're not a playoff team. Um, I think that with the additional goal scoring they're getting from Reinhardt, uh, I mean, theoretically, they should be you know, even better. Uh, health is obviously a, a huge factor. Um, you know, you, you got to keep that glad in the lineup. And then my real hope for this team, obviously, is that, you know, Spencer Knight emerges as a number one goalie for them in short order, kind of has the trajectory that maybe Carter Hart had in his second year with the Flyers. And at the very least, I was talking to somebody who uh, I would consider to be a goaltending expert uh, today for a story that's coming out this week on ESPN. And his theory was that while Bobrovsky might not have been 
if Bobrovsky felt pressure from the contract, it was negative pressure. It was feeling the weight of that contract and not being able to respond to it. Maybe having the pressure come from Spencer Knight and his ability to maybe take that job away from Bobrovsky is a positive pressure. It, it, it could take his mind off the contract and have him refocus on the task at hand, which is to you know keep his playing time up. So if the goaltending is there, the goal, the goal scoring should be there. And you look at that division and you can easily see the Panthers being the third best team there. Third, really? Okay. Regular season. I mean, I feel, I still think Tampa is your cream of the crop. And I think Toronto, the only thing they do well is win in the regular season. So (laughs) what you're looking at there is a situation, you know, are the Panthers better than the current incarnation of the Boston Bruins? I think they are. Um, but but I think it's those two teams that would be battling for that third spot in in the division. Do you think it would be kind of a, a tight race in the, in the top three with uh, with not a lot separating, or do you really think that it's a clear cut one and two with really Florida and Boston just battling for the three? Um, well, I mean, obviously a lot has to do with with Tampa and health and the amount of miles they have on them in the last couple of seasons. Um, and whether or not you see anybody leave that lineup for a, a significant period of time, although they showed with the future off situation last year that they can handle those types of losses. If it's someone like a headman, I think it's a different situation for them. I, I just think the Tampa and, and, and the Leafs from a wins losses perspective are probably a cut, a cut above. The one caution I'd have with, with Toronto is with the new goaltending battery that they have there. Whether, I mean, Mrazic's good, uh, but Mrazic's also a guy that runs really hot and cold. I do think that Toronto was a really underrated defensive team last season. So they maybe make mm-hmm. up for that a little bit with what was, you know, is going to be in front of them. Uh, but to answer your question, yeah, I, I do think that there is still a little bit of separation between okay. the lightning and the Leafs and, and the Bruins and the Panthers, but then there's obviously a considerable separation between those four teams and what's behind them. Between the top four and the bottom four. <laughs> Moving past just this year to like your entirety of time covering the NHL. Is there one story that you followed, not even specifically that you were on the ground for that you think of as the quintessential, this is what the Florida Panthers organization is <laughs> like to cover. <laughs> A horrible question. Yes. Cause they're all, they're all negative, but they're all, they all predate. Uh, well, in, in many cases, they predate Viola, but it, it definitely predate Zito and Quenville. I mean, like the one I'll always remember from Buck Daddy days was the one mm-hmm. where like the attendance in, in, at Panthers games had gotten so bad that they're just like, anyone with a valid driver's license can get a free ticket. <laughs> <laughs> the subway giveaways. Yeah, yeah like imagine getting to that point in, in a franchise. If you, ha- if, if you are legally allowed to drive state of florida well come on and drive to a panthers game because we'll give you a ticket um but it's again it's exhilarating to see how far the franchise has come from 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 those moments um where there there is respectability and there is challenging for a playoff spot and 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 there is the upward trajectory of the franchise to the point where you're hoping that they can continue to retain their talent and and stay on this course and and now beyond that you know their ability to attract talent and, and keep it there too so um I'm, you know, the quintessential storylines are always going to be the, the stuff that's like funny and embarrassing, um, yeah, which is unfortunate, but but that's kind of, you know, where my head's at. No, and, and that's kind of what we were looking for is the, the, <laughs> the Panthers being the Panthers. I mean, back in my high school days, which is probably right around the same time, 
I scalped tickets in a skybox for me and a date for $10 each. And it came with food, like a full buffet spread in a box for 10 bucks. Oh yeah. I, I remember going on a road trip to, to see the devils uh, go through Tampa and Florida and just marveling at the difference. Cause like the, 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 the tickets in Tampa were high. They didn't give you anything. Then we got really, really good seats in sunrise and they were again, throwing food at you and all kinds of benefits and stuff. And, it's the way of the world back back then and and you know as the team gets better and there's more fans and you know hopefully espn helps make more fans like we can get to a point where it's a hotter ticket yeah and, that, and that's the hope especially back being on you know the casual sports fan they turn on espn every day and the fact that there'll be hockey talk on espn will be great in terms of getting casual fans involved and that's definitely what the panthers need but moving on to another organization with all sorts of hilarious stories in their past uh, we assume you've seen the untold crime and penalties documentary. We are absolutely obsessed with it here at uh, Panther Brew. So we kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it real quick before we let you go. Uh, you would be wrong. Uh, really? I am somebody who has not watched that yet. Uh, I've talked to people about it and I've had people recommend it, but uh, I have a finite number of hours in the day uh, to watch yeah. television. Um, and lately the time I would have spent on that, say like when I'm working out has been spent on finishing season two of the boys and finishing the Val Kilmer documentary and probably picking up the uh, Disney plus what, what if series next. Mm, yeah. uh, so I simply don't have time. My Netflix time has been uh, monopolized by uh, the circle because it came out with a third season very quickly. And uh, my wife and I are big fans of that show. My wife loves the circle as well. So, so in addition to all those things you just plugged inadvertently, uh, why don't you tell us what you're working on coming up for ESPN? Oh, it's season preview time. Um, so uh, our season previews will be out, I think, the Friday before the season starts. Uh, I have a story coming out this week on goalie tandems and ranking all of them. Uh, that's where I mentioned the night Bobrovsky thing before. Won't say, I won't say where the Panthers are, but... Uh, You'll probably want to check it out and sure. um interesting man. you know the usual the usual fun and fun and fun and stuff before the season i know that the day before the season starts uh i'll be doing a uh casual fan guide to this nhl season which i know is uh something that, that does really well i do it for wrestling a lot too for espn and uh it, it just kind of gives everybody a, a refresher on what the hell's happened since last year uh, but also is a thing you can pass along to your burgeoning hockey friends to give them a quick primer on what to expect this season. Oh, and of course, back on the daily wager this year, uh, doing my, oh, uh, great. My, my hockey betting. And I think I'm actually going <laughs> to excellent a hockey betting column uh, biweekly for the site too. I think that we're about to get sports gambling approved in the state of Florida. There's some legal battles going on because the first law was for uh, the tribes only. Ooh, our, our lawyer, October uh, our 15th attorney is, uh, is shutting us down, huh? No, this is not <laughs> about being a resident attorney. This is the gambler on the podcast saying October 15th is when I can bet on sports from my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you can bet on sports. Well, it's, be, get. it's just not real money. Uh, shout out to our sponsor. Be, it's going to be huge. I mean, like, I think I, I, I'm a firm believer as the NHL is that uh, sports wagering is going to create new paths to hockey fandom especially when we start getting into the the fun and the fun and games of uh puck and player tracking too so 
uh, that's awesome. That's really cool to hear. And uh, the more the merrier, man. Like it's it's certainly been interesting to see how quickly uh, a lot of these teams have embraced it, and I think they'll just continue to do so. Well, we are certainly in favor of puck and player tracking here, where we are uh, a very data friendly, uh, data friendly podcast. So, Greg, I, uh, I'm sure that anyone who's listening to us right now already knows exactly where to find you. But just in case you don't, uh, follow Greg on Twitter at Wyshynski. That's W Y S H Y N S K I. Uh, make sure you listen to Puck Soup. It's uh, it's it's one of the reasons that we are uh, the style of podcast that we are. Uh, oh, Greg, I, should any, mention, uh, sure. I should mention, yeah, that the Puck Soup Patreon, uh, it, you get uh, bonus episodes each week uh, and two full bonus episodes during the month. The bonus episode for September, uh, we were challenged to, to draft uh, cap compliant Olympic teams. Um, and, uh, and that was a real fun one, mostly because we drafted two different canadian olympic teams because they have so many good players so it was a challenge uh but it's super fun cap compliant olympic team sounds like a really really fun episode i'm gonna have to yeah. become yeah. a patreon sponsor and check that one out that's uh that's very very interesting so greg uh thank you thank you so much for your time uh, and we, we hope to uh we hope to talk to you again at some point after you've seen untold uh, and yeah. we'll see uh, what the Panthers look like uh, on ESPN towards the end of the season. <laughs> Sweet. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Craig. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.